What song do you want to hear, Dan? Beer! 1500 ESPN's Beer Show is on the air. Presented in part by Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores, and Red Cow and Red Rabbit. Now, alongside Mike Fratelloni, here's Chris Reavers. That's right, it's Thursday night, it's beer show night right here on 1500 ESPN. Online you can find us at 1500ESPN.com. My name is Chris Reavers and by my side, as he is every week, is Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. Hello, sir. How you doing, Reavers? You avoided the rain when you came in. I did. I just got my car washed today, so of course I could have told everybody it was going to rain. So whenever I need my, my lawn watered, I'll just say frat. Go get your car washed. Yes, inside and out at the downtown car wash. So um, I actually have a subject that I want to bring up with you because Rookie, uh, uh, I guess, showed me something. And you being my lawn care slash expert on everything, I need to ask you about this because I want to know, does it actually work? Because you won't sell me something that is a load of crap. I, I won't say that it works if it doesn't work. That's okay. That's a there better way go. of putting it. But I'll sell you any, professional I'll sell you anything you want to buy. <laughs> but I won't. I won't say that it works. Okay. if it doesn't work. And I think I. I'm pretty sure he said he got this at your store. He does a lot of shopping there. Uh, the big bag fly trap. Oh yes. I need to ask you about this because my lawn, my yard is completely infested with mosquitoes and flies. Sure. He said it works like a charm. Yeah, you know what? You got to be careful because there's a, some negatives about that. Because you're attracting why I you these questions. You're attracting the bugs to wherever the bag is. Uh, so what you want to do is take the bag and put sneak it in your neighbor's yard. Yes, sneak oh. to the neighbor's yard and do it. We also have those big bags for um, like Asian beetles. You know those little. Yeah. They, they look like uh, ladybugs, but they're just Asian brand ladybugs. But they, this actually does work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh really? Yeah, there's a pheromone in there, and every sometimes I do that uh, product on Twin Cities Live. Yeah. And I open up the bag and I open up the pheromone, and it's like destroys the whole. Although it's like the scene from Anchorman when you, they're all bailing because the the sex panther some, cologne. The, the host is like looking at you like I can smell your pheromones. Oh god. You know he just likes that. Wow. Smell. Okay, so he this go, does he work. Care. Yes, it does. So really? if you want a bag full of dead flies, yes. Open Which I do, because I would I, I I love summer. God, I hate uh, bugs. I it, hate bugs so much. You know what? We were recently up at the cabin, and I brought my lovely girlfriend and her child up mm-hmm. to the cabin and my children. And you all kicked your coverage, horse, by the way. Yes, yeah. horse mm-hmm. flies. As they kept saying, I'm getting bit by horse flies. Horse I'm like, flies are no awful. No one's getting bit by horse flies. No one. And they everyone was screaming about it. They all wanted to go inside. I was just fine. I think I have so much booze in my blood that they just leave me alone. No, you have too much. Is it pheromone? I maybe have yeah, too much that's pheromone. What it is. That's, yeah. I exude. It's the alpha male pheromone that. And I And they must do exude. attack you more when you're boozing. I, honest to God, I didn't get bit by you're one kidding. bug. No, you're kidding. You know, here's what it is. I have this uh, belief in karma and reincarnation. I really do. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning of the season, I take a mosquito when it lands on me, and I let him go, and I say, "Go, run, run, fly away," and I let him go, and then I say, you're "Tell, so tell your friends that I'm the good one." Oh, and then they say, "And then leave they him say, alone. leave him alone because he let me go." All right. So another thing I wanted to bring up with you uh, before we uh, take a break here, in, in, I thought in, it was going to be something really exciting, not a bag full of dead. No, flies, no. But. I just wanted to ask you about that first, but okay. I, I wanted to get your opinion because I'm having a hard time with uh, something I'm going to be a part of tomorrow. Uh oh. And I got to come to you because, you know, you're like my big brother. I got to have advice. Is a bris? No, no, no. So I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> one of the funny. people in charge of helping coordinate a bachelor party. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. And people think I'm joking when I say this. I had three. Mm-hmm. And not because I'm super cool and very popular. It just, 
from a logistics standpoint, it was and, different groups yeah. in different parts of the sure. country, and, and it was also an excuse for us to make a trip. Me and a couple of good friends to go to Chicago. Okay, so that was a big right. a big reason for it. And so we're coordinating. I think it's like twenty guys or whatever, and nobody believes me when I say I, I want nothing to do with the strip club. And sure. neither does neither does the groom. By the way, we're yeah. like two the two people that don't want to because we'll say if you guys want to go, go. We're We'll go to the bar, or we're go. You can have fun We're going to the Twins game. Okay. We're going to the Twins game, and then it's what are we going to do after the fact? But like right by the Twins stadium is the Seville, no. which happens to be a gentleman's club. No, I'm good. No. A because I'm super cheap. Yes, but but B, I honest to God, I walk in, and I think I've told you this before. Manny can attest to this. I walk in, and I feel bad for everybody. Really? I just do. And I know everybody's yeah. there willingly and everybody's yeah, there because it, they know what they're yep, they're, they're in doing. for. I just like I just want to go. Sure. There's just something about it that yeah. rubs you the wrong way. Yeah. No pun intended. And here. again, and it's and it's also when you coordinate a group of twenty dudes. But you know there's gonna be one dude who's just jonesing to go. And that's fine. And we're yeah. completely and prepared you said, for you that. go. You yeah. go, my friend. And that's, Run free. And that's why we're kind of devising two teams, team A and team B, as far as you know who's gonna go where. You know what I think you should do is you should um, go out and get a, uh, a dancer oh, that can come to your event, but get a very specific type of dancer, like maybe someone who's terribly Rubenesque or something that's a little off, hmm. off-putting, where where you could say, "Whoa!" Like a maybe a, a three-legged woman, if there's such a thing. Interesting, almost right? like a circus show side uh, free. Not, kind not of quite thing. that, but maybe a bearded gal, something different. You think you I don't have, have the means to call up a bearded gal 24 hours before? I, I think someone listening to this radio show. Could say, my sister's got a big beard. She's looking to make yes, fifty bucks. Yep, you never know. Take her to the, and all she wants to do is go to the twins game and maybe shake her moneymaker just a tiny bit. Got it. I would don't you ever, think would you, if you were a pretty gal, would you? Which ever, I can be. Yeah, I'm no, dressed up for you're, Halloween. You are way too tall, <laughs> way too big to be a pretty girl. Um, but if you were, would you like say to yourself, "Huh, not a bad way to make a couple grand a night"? Well, I don't know. And I don't look down upon those that choose to go down that route because you got to do what you got to do. What's the difference? Can I give you it? What? So you know you've been to plenty of clubs that has. How the hell did we get here? You have plenty. You've been to plenty of clubs <laughs> that have the um the high end hosts, right? Mm-hmm. This gal works the table of the ten guys that are drinking booze for three grand in the night, and she is off the chart sexy, right? She's got a dress off the chart sexy. How different is that than the girl like? Down the place wearing a bathing suit dancing. Hmm. Not Interesting. That, see, you see where I'm going. Interesting. Because and I don't make a judgment call on it either way. In I don't another care life, what do. you know, I I, I bartended at a yes. place. Yeah, you you would um, have known that scene. That that you know was was kind of that clientele. And mm-hmm. here's the difference. Okay. Here's the difference. When you enter uh, a club mm-hmm. that that um, has the inherent expectation that you're going to pay X amount of dollars and you're going to see and be provided with X amount of whatever. Sure. There's that inherent expectation. Okay. However, when you're going to a nightclub or whatever mm-hmm. and, and and there isn't that expectation, I think, and you're right, there might be a tiny bit of stigma attached to the the, the, the previous one I mentioned, mm-hmm. but I, I, I do think it's a, a tad bit different. I think the world is getting a tad bit different on that stigma too. Because yeah, because the internet is free. I, well, no, not just that. I oh. think that... The people that work at those places now, mm-hmm. they have like Instagrams accounts and they're like, hey, come see me on Tuesday night. I'm working. It's like, whoa. And then, then you see the pictures of them and their child or them going to college, becoming doctors, because most of those girls become doctors and, if you're not. Well, and that, and it is a school. different world now be, 
because it's basically an open book on everybody. Everybody knows what whatever you doing. want out there is going to be out there exactly. and be able to be find find be able to be found. Uh, so, have you seen that new thing on Instagram where you can ask people questions and they pause? Do you hate you that made so the much? mistake that I'm on Instagram? Oh. I have Twitter, I have Facebook, and if I didn't have this He's job, I would friend. have neither. Okay. Doesn't mess around with any well, other it's stuff. it's He's not even that. Man. I just what? it's so much. It's so you much have to right dump now. Twitter. No way, you I would never do it. Do, Twitter's I know. awesome. I, I know, you Twitter. and Manny are probably the Because you guys are in media, so you don't mind jibber-jabbing Kinda. back with people, right? Sure. But Twitter is virtually useless. And then, what's the worst part? If you don't go into Twitter every single day, then it says, here's what you've missed. I'm like, well, that story's four days old. Sure. I need to know what's happening 14 seconds ago. But I would say, when when it comes to Twitter, Facebook I primarily use for personal for stuff. And I, and, yeah, yeah, and I, I barely use it anymore. Sure. But with Twitter, I use it all the time and every day. And it's, you know, that's the, where you find out about breaking news. That's where it happens. Really? Wow. My Instagram has kind of replaced my Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's more my Instagram. It's my my account's private. You mm-hmm. have to, I I have to accept if you want to follow sure. me and everything. And it's for more you know personal my personal life. And that's kind of like cool because I'm friends really with them on Instagram. Hide, but no, you know. but you put up your vacation pics and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't do that so much on uh, on Twitter unless I'm taunting people with like a Corona sitting on a boat like I yeah. did when I went on my cruise. But yes, I'm typing hot. Timberwolves takes at, so, at Manny. Yeah. yeah, Manny, are you getting uh, blown up on Twitter uh, with your takes on something? Do you get this uh, backlash that Reavers does where he likes to fight with people? Uh, I Verbally have, fight, by the way. I have refrained from getting into huge... Like, I will not touch the LeBron versus Michael Jordan stuff anymore. Like, I just don't oh, even... Oh, that's just a circular that stuff argument, Because it's, yeah. just, you're, it's just ridiculous. So I, I try not to engage in too many arguments anymore because then I'll just continue to go and then... Yeah, it just gets out of hand. <laughs> and then your girlfriend looks at you and says, I thought you were making the stakes. And you're like, we don't care about the stakes because right. someone's ripping on Jordan. Right, exactly. Right? I don't know. I like to go skip Bayless on it and just spout nonsense. That's what I like to do. Do you? No, not really. Uh, <laughs> that's Mike Fratelloni. His name is Manny Hill. I am Chris Reavers. We're going to step aside for just a brief moment and come back with our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits and make our weekly beer run. This is The Beer Show. How to like beer. You're tuned in to The Beer Show. Taste your beer. Letting it wash over each section of your tongue. On 1500 ESPN. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. The only thing possibly more important than what beer you're drinking is where to get it from. It's B-double-E-double-R-U-N. Let's make a beer run with the guys from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. As 1500 ESPN's beer show now continues. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, and it's our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits because it's time for the weekly beer run, and Tom is here in studio representing Elevated this evening. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? You're dry, so that's good. Yeah, I made it in before the month. Just in time, just in time. And one of the things that we do every single week uh, during this segment is uh, we highlight a cool craft brewery, and uh, you guys do a tremendous job at both of your locations, by the way. Uh, South Minneapolis at uh, Hiawatha and 42nd, and White Bear Lake at Highway 61 and 4th Street. Uh, really highlighting cool and unique uh, craft beers. Yeah, you guys do a tremendous job. Absolutely. We got our friend of the show, friend of friend of the store, a friend of ours, Sean Wolf here from Boulevard Brewing and out of Kansas City. Sean. What's up, guys? Welcome back, buddy. That's what, the third or 
fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh time. Be. You're up there <laughs> in terms of attendance. I would, I would assume, wow. right? I, we got to get somebody working on a, a spreadsheet that like, tracks that <laughs> nonsense, Manny. That sounds like a great job for Manny Hill. That sounds like a great, even yeah. though he didn't start on the show until <laughs> a couple just, years. He's in. just shaking his head. Right? No, nope, I'm not going to listen to every show. Um, <laughs> so I, I want to ask you about Boulevard because I know I, I basically ask you this every time, but Minneapolis is a really strong market for you guys, isn't it? Yeah, it's done very well. Boulevard's been in this market for about 15 years or so. And we actually just went into Wisconsin last year, and it was our 38th state. So it kind of paints a picture of how we thought Minnesota would be a great market prior to some of the other Midwest states. Uh, it was That's one of, one of the biggest questions I got in Wisconsin last year as I opened it was, what the hell took you so long? Right. You've been in Minnesota. Right. I mean, we all complain here in Minnesota. I know a lot of uh, customers out here complain about Brands that are available in Wisconsin and that aren't in Minnesota. It was kind yeah. of vice versa for Wisconsinites for a long time. Well, and especially considering the fact that you guys are in the Midwest. Exactly. That is bizarre. I don't have a good answer. Okay. <laughs> sorry. And you have to kind of drive through Wisconsin to get here, right? From, From Kansas, Kansas City? City. Do you? Uh, yeah, kind of, you could, right? That, sure. If you very roundabout no, way, I yes. mean, really, <laughs> so through Iowa. Oh, yeah, I guess. You th- yeah, I guess. Our brewery is literally right off I-35. So. Oh, it's just you straight south. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you were drinking a little yes. heavy. If you started in Hudson, you you'd have to drive under, through Wisconsin. In a very roundabout yes. Wisconsin way. No, I'm picturing Dumb and Dumber. That John Denver's full of bleep, man, <laughs> when they went the wrong way. Uh, so let's talk about Boulevard. What is that? A, is that something new that I'm seeing in front That's of me? Because I do want to talk about your beers. It is. So this is our newest beer this year. It's called Jam Band. Um, you know, as a brewery, when you look at what beers you're going to put out for a year-round beer, in, in any given year, you look at what's out in the market and what, uh, you know, the statistics are showing you of what customers are looking for. Obviously, IPAs are a giant brand and or brand, a, a style these times. Uh, it says about one out of every three drinkers is drinking IPA, but what are they drinking the other two and three times? Uh, so what we were looking for is some type of fruit beer, uh, fruity beers, whether it's fruit beer or uh, fruit seltzer waters, you know, these LaCroix type of drinks are coming out. So we wanted to create a beer that had that kind of style. So we created Jamban, which is a beer brewed with blueberry, raspberry, and a tart cherry, mm. but still drinks like a beer. So there's been these styles of beers over the years, uh, not to name names, but that end up very Kool-Aid-y, very sugary uh that don't still have that beer characteristic. So we use a base beer as a, a Blondale with this beer. So you still get that malt characteristic, that beer characteristic, but still showcases the fruit out of uh, what we're looking for um, without being over the top. So it's not like a white claw. This is a no, beer. No, no. My point on that was just as we're seeing is what co- consumer uh, are, are grabbing for as far as styles, yeah. uh, taste profiles, things of that nature. Okay. And to tie that into the beer world, um, so yeah, you're trying could, to catch that market and a little bit. I mean, that's out. just what people are kind of grabbing for. I mean, the, 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 those styles of drinks are what people want. Sure. Well, and it's interesting to me because, you know, drinking and enjoying that a little bit in the green room, like I'm reminded of some of like the higher end sours that I like to drink from mm-hmm. time to time. A lot of times they'll add cherries or, or, you know, berries, kind of these red berries uh, to those beers, the the Flanders red style or something like that. And I'm actually picking up, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just the fruit, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm picking up some similar flavors, but this thing is so much more sessionable, so much more kind of refreshing, mm-hmm. easy to drink. And, and that's where know, that tart cherry comes into play for us. Yeah. So this is year round. This is not bottle. just summer. <laughs> no, it's a year round beer for us. It's available in draft and six pack cans. You can pick up a six pack over at Elevated uh, when you come down this weekend for some tastings and we'll have some to sample but it's uh it's 
started off extremely well for us. You know, we when any brewery is going to start a new beer, you always have high expectations and, and high hopes for everything, and it's really exciting to see all that come to fruition. I had a question, Reavers. Can I ask a question here? Because this is a good one. I think yes, it's you important can, because yeah. you're a host of the show. Okay. <laughs> so, being a salesman from you're obviously in town salesman here. You have this market. Is it easier to get tap lines because you're not a tap room in Minnesota, where you say, "Hey, we make an incredible beer in Kansas City." Someone can't just drive two blocks away to the tap room of that beer. Have you noticed an easing of tap lines because restaurants and bars saying, yeah, I don't want to just advertise for the beer right down the road anymore? Tough question. Okay. Um, Honestly, that's what we do here. We We like to get to the nitty gritty. Uh, (laughs) If you have a point of differentiation, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are just the other guy walking in with another IPA, no. No. Okay. Um, so therefore, uh, for Boulevard, yeah, of course we make IPAs. We make mm-hmm. a whole bunch of different IPAs and sell a lot of them in our tap rooms. <clears throat> but as a salesperson, I'm walking in pitching our best beers. Jamban is one of them at this point. But the other great beer that we make is a beer called Tank 7. Tank 7's been around for a long time. It's now the number one selling Saison in the country. You're kidding. No, so wow, that's it. really cool. And uh, we're very, very proud of that aspect. And it's you know, obviously a selling point. But it also helps me to walk into bars and not be just the fourth person pitching them an IPA because sure. that's kind of what everyone's yelling about these days. And so when we can go in and talk about Jam Ban, Tank 7 being the number one selling Saison, Ginger Lemon Rather being a fantastic craft beer with that lemon soda and ginger uh, being perfect beer for the summer that we were just drinking mm-hmm. in the green room. You know, those are the beers that are points of differentiation that allow us to build our presence and build our distribution across the, the Twin Cities. Boulevard Brewing Company is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Friday in Minneapolis from 5 to 7, Saturday in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5. Uh, sampling great beer and being able to do it uh, at absolutely no extra charge. <laughs> hey, we're doing it free. So uh, I do want to, is this, not that it's a... A turn of the of of the trend from you know everybody's doing the hazy beers and whatnot, but is this in somewhat of a response to that that craving and that that thirst that people have right now, and especially this time of the year? I think it was a uh, identifying an area that wasn't being utilized Better by said. other breweries. Okay, yeah, I mean, when I go out and look at what competition might have, there's there's not a whole lot of other breweries making a. A fruity beer like this that, again, doesn't have that sugary Kool-Aid characteristic to it that has that fruit presence but still drinks like a beer because everyone's so uber-focused on these hoppy, hoppy beers and these hazy beers. And by all means, they're phenomenal beers that these guys are making out there. But at the end of the day, you want some points of differentiation. This is where we're finding it. When we go back to that, you said Boulevard came in here 15 years ago, right? So what were they selling 15 years ago? And maybe Tom, like what, what do these guys bring to this market? Boulevard wheat, baby. Okay. So it's just a boulevard wheat and that's what you had. So was, was business good 15 years ago? And has it seen that like same exponential growth that the whole industry has? Cause now you have every IPA and you have this jam band and you have, I mean, has it, has it climbed just like the rest of the market? Well, again, um, you know, as you've been around for, 15 plus years, mm-hmm. or I mean, when you look at some of the, the bigger breweries, you know, and Boulevard certainly is one, and we're celebrating 30 years next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's had their their hills and valleys, of okay. course. Uh, but the, the great thing is actually this year in the Twin Cities, we're, we're in growth, uh, which is uh, different from a lot of the Not other everybody can say that right no, now. No, they cannot. Uh-huh. And uh, that's it's very exciting. But again, it's, it's creating that innovation, creating different beers, because Unfiltered Wheat, which has always been and still is our number one seller in the, in the Twin Cities and in the Midwest market, we're still the number one selling Midwest craft uh, wheat beer that exists. And, you know, when you're looking at Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, in Illinois, all that, all that area, 
unfiltered wheat is still about 50% of our business. Oh, wow. But okay. when you start expanding into Wisconsin, Minnesota, and even farther, California, New York, Florida, Colorado, Texas, uh, they have established wheat brands because the wheat style has been around for a long time. So it's like, how do you differentiate? And what we've been able to do is beers like that Tank 7 Saison, beers like Jam Band, Ginger Lemon Rattler, and continuing to build on innovation uh, that is going to stick. Not just innovation of, okay, here's our new beer for the month, here's a new beer for the week, sure. which is what you see a lot of, uh, especially in the bars. Everyone's rotating a lot of their stuff. So if we can uh, establish a brand that's going to stick around for a while, which is luckily what we've been able to do for the past few years, that's where our growth comes from and where our future kind of resides, um, even though wheat is still going to do significant amount for us. So, Tom, let me ask you, as the guy that's putting this beer up from Boulevard Brewing Company on your shelves, what really stands out to you? Because you're the guy, you know, you're the gatekeeper, man. What right. stands out to you You know, Boulevard? and he's talking about uh, the unfiltered wheat, you know, that probably keeps the lights on for Boulevard, but you know, they have such a strong portfolio across the board. I mean, an interesting thing for them, by the way, I motion that we call it Boulevard wheat (laughs) for the rest of this segment. Uh, motion seconded. So I was going to say that they have a really interesting and unique uh, barrel aging program. So they have a ton of, or, you know, a good amount of different beers that are coming out year round uh, from, you know, barrel aged styles. I mean, Sean can talk to it a little bit more intelligently, but um, so, you know, you can have that 12 pack, you know, great value, you know, you're sessionable, uh, and this brewery's also doing kind of the other end of the spectrum where the small batch, you know, intricate barrel age stuff comes in. So they're kind of able to to do it all and sprinkle that stuff in, and, and it allows you to kind of have a nice presence in the yep. store. We've been very fortunate. Um, we kind of saw an opportunity years and years and years ago because this stuff does not happen overnight when we start talking about barrel aging facilities. Uh, we're yep. lucky enough to be one of the top barrel aging facilities where we literally have... I think we're now over 5,000 barrels uh, in our barrel house, and we're able to offer beers in a four-pack and a lot of times in draft year-round, where, you know, from the local guy to the large brewery. What are the year-round ones? So the year-round beers are we have Bourbon Barrel Quad and our Whiskey Barrel Stout, both which started as limited releases, as most breweries are able to offer, because, I mean, to hold stuff in barrels and create four packs or six packs or draft. You can't just no, right, have a, right. a couple barrels laying around. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're lucky enough that we've been, uh, have the inventory to do this and put this on the shelf every single day at a, at a, at a pretty, um, yeah. approachable price point right. for how big these beers are, how much dedication, time and effort it takes to make them. Uh, there's probably, I mean, we were talking about in the green room, there's, you can maybe count on one hand, how many breweries are able to offer something like that. And we're fortunate enough to be one of them. Yeah. It's pretty cool, you know, to have it, like you're saying, available year-round. You don't have to, you know, get in a uh, break, break out your tent and, mm-hmm. and sleep over to get it. And you as a um, retailer, you don't have to, like, say, okay, today this space on the <laughs> shelf is going to be this barrel age, but in two months I have to figure out what goes here. You can just yeah. put it there, and if yeah. it sells, it sells. Yeah, and well, I, that's why I, I like that, just to being, you know, able to expose more people to these different styles and, and beers that, you know, they're going to be interested in and just get more kind of invested in the craft beer thing. And, and then, of course, they come to our stores because we're the best in that business, yeah. so... 
uh, you know, people getting into more, or being exposed to more, being brought in because they're they're like, oh yeah, I like you know, I liked uh, unfiltered. You know, I like I like Boulevard. I had Tank Seven. It's light or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try this double uh, this quad. <laughs> well, yeah, and then, uh, you know, and I talk about it again and again. I mean, some of those beers have a completely different flavor profile for the non beer drinker. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're talking about fig. You know, raisin, cherry, vanilla, you know, these kind of flavors where, you know, a, a typical person that didn't care for beer, you know, this, this, these aren't bitter, you know, mm-hmm. these are smooth. These, you know, they, can, they end up being great segues for wine drinkers in yeah, a lot of cases. Yeah, for sure. So just casting that wider net for me is, is pretty cool. You know, we didn't even mention um, they do a great uh, sour beer, Love Child. Love Child, another. Uh, Something born from our barrel of facility. It's basically every year we change it. This will be the ninth year we've been doing it. It's kind of one of the more beer geeky followed uh, beers that we have. And it's a different blend every single year. So along with just barrel aging beer, it's also blending of barrel aging beer, which is a whole nother realm really of just barrel aging. <laughs> uh, really a lot of props go out to our blenders that are able to figure out what's going to work. You know, what percentage of this is going to blend with this you percentage believe these of guys? that. I mean, they, get, they have it in whiskey too. They yeah. just sit there and they pull <laughs> off a little bit, and they're like, oh, let's mix this up and have a little sip. How about it? It seems like you guys have a problem. No, it's, <laughs> totally, totally it's tough joking. work if yeah. you... Or we hit the gold mine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if people are hearing this, want to find out more information about Boulevard. Boulevard.com. Uh, awesome. And uh, thanks again for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. This be weekend, back again. too, uh, Friday and Saturday, Tom. Friday, Minneapolis, 5 to 7. Saturday in White Bear Lake, as we mentioned. Boulevard, the featured guest this week, and you can sample the beer at both locations this weekend for free. Yeah, it's free. Pick out which ones you like. And Crazy 12-pack price. Yeah, and our 12-packs are on a, a significant deal, eleven ninety nine for Boulevard. 12 Say packs. what? Normally fourteen. Normally fourteen, fifteen, nine ninety nine. So you're saving three bucks and you're getting a free tasting. Perfect. And you guys are all over social media at Elevated. Elevated BWS and Elevated WBL. Check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Whole nine yards. Snapchat. That's it. Got it. All right. That's going to do it for this week's <laughs> weekly beer run. More information can be found online at the beer show page at 1500ESPN.com. It's Ravers. That's Fred Ohlone. This is the beer show. This is the beer show. Let's go drink some beer. On 1500 ESPN. Hello again. It's Mike Fred Ohlone from Fred. Welcome back to the beer show right here on 1500 ESPN. 1500ESPN.com. It's Ravers. It's Fred Ohlone. Let's welcome in some new friends here to the beer show. We have Ashley. We have Mark. And uh, we are going to be talking about, you got to turn that red on button. There you go, hon. Uh, we're talking about a new place in the North Loop in Minneapolis called First Draft. First of all, Welcome to the show, you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Uh, I want to hear more about this because it sounds like something right up my alley. You guys are, A, you're in my neck of the woods in the North Loop. I love that area, but I want to hear more about this cool, unique experience. Yeah, and that's exactly what it is. We uh, we like to promote that it's a different different experience for people to uh, come in and drink craft beer. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you come in, um, we get you hooked up with a wristband that you can use at our 54 taps. And it's oh, all sweet. pour your own and pay by the ounce up there. So you come in, you can scan on any tablet um, above the tap that you want to try. You can pour as little as an ounce and just taste and go and and do your own thing. What does it cost me for an ounce? It's all over the board, depending on the beer. Sure. Um, So, you know, as little as uh, probably under 50 cents an ounce up to some are a dollar an ounce. Okay. Just depends. Barrel-aged beer, sour beer can get a little up there. But But I like the concept of that because, you know, for me... 
I, I most of the tap rooms that Mike and I are, are individually have gone to, mm-hmm. we love all the beer, but then it's like, well, I want to try something different. So I love the concept, yeah. first of all. And then also, I don't need 12 ounces of one of the beers I just want to try, even though I do like that style. Exactly. There's a lot of really great barrel-aged beer and big beers out there, and it's tough to go to a place that wants to give you 10 ounces yeah. of it. I need a $9, 10-ounce glass of it, exactly. and then you taste it, and you think, oh, well, that's the one beer I'm going to have. Right. Because it's just too tough. But one ounce at a time, you can try a lot of things. But this is the new like the new flight concept, essentially. Absolutely. Yeah, but you get to try different... So, for instance, give me a couple of the, of the beers that I could have if I went to First Draft. So we just got a good uh, delivery today and yesterday. We have uh, Wild Mine, Puff the Magic Dragon on. Nice. Or Puff the Passion Dragon, I should say. Passion mm-hmm. Fruit, uh, Sour IPA. Um, we've got beer in from Head Flyer, uh, Nitro Vanilla Bean Stout. Um, who else do we have that we just got? We're trying to keep it like 70% local. Yeah, talk right in the microphone. So there we go. We're just doing all national craft beer. Well, I was going to ask you that given your location, you've got a lot of your brethren associated with you that are, that are pretty nearby. So was that going to be the focus was bringing in other craft breweries that aren't in the North Loop area or even in the metro. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we like the fact that we're, we've got a nice central location right there in an area where we feel like people go out and they try a few different places, few breweries, few taverns. So where are you like exactly? That. You said North, North Loop, but where? 4th Street and 6th Avenue, right so, on the corner. Oh, so what next, what's that next We're about to? a block toward Washington from Fulton. Stafford. I was just going to ask, okay. you're, you're close to Fulton then. Yeah, we're okay. right there. And so we like being that central hub to bring in everything we can from around Minnesota. So... You're not driving around the Twin Cities or even outside. We've got it all there, and you can taste and sample um, whatever you want from there. So yeah. we've got. But you a have lot the of, uniqueness with so many taps. You can say, "Hey, we're going to get the best from the United States right, too." I mean, right. that's, I think like, that's a big we, deal. We love good beer, mm-hmm. so we're not going to say no to good beer out there. And we want to show everything, but we also want to showcase the great, you know, Minnesota beer that we've got. And there's a ton of great beer here, and right in your parking lot, almost right in there, exactly. You know, and a, and a friend of mine a couple of months back introduced me to Hopcat, and uh, I what I loved about that place was, you know, a I'm a craft beer fan. Mm-hmm. And I can sample all sorts of different beers from all over the place, and they're going to do a really good job of highlighting some of the things that I that I like. But maybe I'll be introduced to things I've never even heard of before, which Definitely. I love that concept. Yeah, and um, what I like to do too, and when, when you know buying the beer is find those great breweries. But you know how it is, most cities a brewery gets a good name for maybe one of their beers, mm-hmm. and then it's everywhere. Sure, we like to rotate through their entire lineup, so maybe it's you know. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of one. Um, so Ven, we brought in Ven Brewing. They do Some a great job. Some breweries that you can't even find anywhere. We just call them up and. Where's Ven Brewing? I've never heard of them. Oh, it's before. right off the the um, light rail line. It's like forty. Right off the green line. Yep. In St. Paul. No, oh, right really? off the blue oh. line. Oh, is it? Yeah, toward the airport. Okay. It's like forty. The forty fifth. We went to a like few that. breweries before <laughs> we went there. <laughs> it's, it's one. Of, I took a train there. I promise, right. I took a train I there. I swear to God, I got there by train. And they do small batch, and we got in a blueberry vanilla stout from them, and it's fantastic. Cool. And, um, you know, we'll rotate it out to something else. But even, even cooler Reavers, uh, my friend Cheryl just sent me a text saying, "Well, can I eat there?" And you, you do have a full restaurant, unlike a tap room, right? So how how does that work? Are you guys going to be open every day? Are you going to be open for lunch? What, yeah. Because you're not actually open yet. Correct. We're not open yet. We open um, on Saturday. Cool. That's so kind close. of the official announcement. Nice. <laughs> Is that did we just break you the news? The news. Did, yeah. That's what we do here, Mike. Yeah, that's nice. So <laughs> the, you, so you can't go today. So don't try to go yes. there today. But on Saturday, you open at what time? And what, what are you going to have for food? And- Eleven a.m. And uh, we do have lunch and dinner. And we do. We operate somewhere in between. You know that tap room environment and a full scale restaurant environment. 
And we like that because we get a little bit of the best of both worlds. We get the good beer and that open community atmosphere of a tap room. We've got those farm tables, really people moving around, going to the taps, experiencing the beer. But then we've got really good food, which breweries, you know, they either rely on a food truck or they can't have food. So we get to that good bit of it. We've got good food. We call it upscale bar food. Some, you know, you we can try, I want yes. downscale bars. Yes. Listen, we put a pretty cool Minnesota twist on things. We're going to do walleye cake sliders. Yes. Um, Minnesota sushi, a.k.a. pickle wraps. Approved. Oh, <laughs> fancy pickle wraps. Like deep fried pickle wraps, maybe? Not quite. Maybe, maybe okay. some, uh, you know, finer than ham, maybe oh, on the outside. Really? We're going to oh, do nice. some hot dish. Oh, yes. I can so, get behind that. And we'll have a really we'll good burger. we'll also have really good, like, it's, we're in a pretty healthy community, and so you can come in and get, like, a really good cob salad, light things, um, charcuterie boards, shareables. It's one of those things you can come in with a group of friends, order a few different things, and everybody gets If you're, going, you're you guys, going to drink 56 beers and you order a cob salad, you're going to the wrong place. <laughs> well, Go ahead and get some fries, but fried honestly, food. Honestly, right, you know what I really envision, and maybe you guys are like, well, no, duh, Reavers, but I'm really envisioning you guys absolutely killing it lunchtime. Given your location, given how many people work downtown. Twins games. Tw- well, yeah, but um. how many people are like, oh, I'm going to go have lunch. That uh, turns into an extended meeting. That that, that would be a perfect spot. And all I'm going to have is spot. one ounce of beer. But I want to ask. So, what are we talking about space wise? I mean, how many people can you accommodate at one at one time? Inside, our seating capacity is about a little over two hundred. Oh wow! Okay. And we do have patio on both fourth and sixth, so cool. we have a little outside seating uh, when the weather's nice and can accommodate that as well. Well, and what has really impressed me, I was just at oddly enough, I was just at Fulton a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. Whenever the Brewers were in town, I was at that Friday night game and. What I've really learned is that area has completely changed just even the last two years, how much more residential is in that area now. And just there's there's just people everywhere, yeah. which is a complete change from it's where it was such years a cool ago. Community. Yeah, it really and is. Speaking of it, Ashley actually lives there and we're in the ground floor retail space of a new apartment complex cool. called Variant. So it's it is part of the community. Everybody that's living there, everybody that's living around there, you see them walking by every single day going to and from their work to their apartment and you just see that community having that um, atmosphere where it's walking and it's livable and there's stuff to do there now. Yeah. And I, I like I said, I, I mean, if it's just a shame I have kids because I'd love to live in that part of the metro <laughs> did, area. Did you just say that? Yeah, it's a shame <laughs> I have kids. It's a shame that I have children because yeah. I'd love to live by a brewery. Dad life <laughs> sucks. Uh, no, I'm just, I'm totally kidding. Uh, so 56 wow. different breweries. You said, you said, what was it, 70% that you want to focus on? Out of state? About, yeah, about, no, sorry, in state. Or, I'm sorry, 70% yeah. in state. And we'll have, uh, it'll fluctuate. I mean, it'll, it just depending on the week, we rotate kegs 100% of the time. So and you have to be seasonal too, just like everybody you have to be else. A little seasonal. Mm-hmm. So it's just, you know, if a keg kicks, it might have been an IPA, it might be a different one coming on that line, but mm-hmm. it's, it's different and we it We buy rotates. one keg at a time. So yep. if you like it, you better drink it. Right, because it's going to go fast. And we've got cider, we've got wine, and nitro beer, and we've got kombucha on tap as well. So Do you have a full bar, but... too, potentially? No, no full bar, okay. um, beer and wine only, but we mix in the cider and uh, kombucha, which is a re- really fun thing to have on tap for people. Mm-hmm. They use it to mix with beers sometimes. Obviously, if you're into a lighter really? option. Oh, yeah. Why Why is that? I'm curious. Because I, I love both, so yeah. I'm just curious. Why sometimes people like... flavor. I mean, uh, kombucha is fruited often, and so if you mix it with like a Kolsch or something, it creates a nice, fun thing. Huh. And it's good for your tummy. It does. It cuts <laughs> the ABV, you know, <laughs> he down. He just used tummy on the radio. <laughs> I didn't want to say you're not going to be as gassy. I just <laughs> I was trying to be a gentleman, really. Thank, Thank you. you. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> anyway, I'm, see, now you, you broke up Mark's train of thought. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Wait a 
Way to, way to go, Mike. Well, I'm I say tell me all this. the time. I have a three-year-old, so tell me he's part of the oh, vocabulary. It's hell <laughs> Mine are six and three. I feel your pain, brother. Uh, so that's really cool. If people are maybe hearing about this, want to find out more information about you guys and ours, things of that nature, where can they find that? Sure. We've got a, a website called firstdraft.beer. Uh, they could also visit us on Facebook, uh, firstdraft.mpls or dash mpls on Facebook. Got a page on there and uh, Instagram at firstdraftmpls. As well, our tap room is very Instagram friendly. Oh, it is. Mm-hmm. Do you have a selfie station? Oh, there are plenty. <laughs> you should um, invite. Uh, is it Mike Hughes, the Vikings' first draft pick? Is sure. It, you should get it because he lives in town now. I know that, right? I know that. That's kind of creepy. I just happen to know that. All right. And uh, you should invite him because of the Vikings' first draft pick, right? You yeah. should get him on there. We we'll should. get you. We'll get you hooked oh, up by Instagram. With that. Yeah, doesn't okay. that kind of make sense? It kind sense? of took me a minute, but yeah. That How is... could you of all people not well, have gotten I didn't, that? Well, sometimes my Manny would tell you, you're going. Let's, Manny, let's invite the last going. 10 first draft picks, and he'll say, well, seven of them are in jail. I was just going to say, I don't even think four of them are on the team And one of them is Christian Ponder. Yeah, Christian Ponder, exactly. One of them that's still around is Anthony Barr. He actually went to the same high school I went to. No way. He's a good dude. That's cool. There you go. Yeah. And well, you can invite them out. Yeah, yeah send them a sure. message and get tell them to get Mike the Hughes over there. We'll do the best we can. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's cool. And if you guys ever need anything, congratulations uh, on everything and, and uh, good luck with the opening day uh, that Saturday. And if you guys ever need anything, don't be afraid to holler. You got it. Thank All you right? guys. We'll see you guys on Saturday. You got it. Uh, that's going to do it for this particular segment. We're going to come back and wrap things up, ladies and gentlemen. This is The Beer Show. Final couple of minutes here on The Beer Show on 1500 ESPN, 1500ESPN.com. Reavers, Fred Aloni, Manny Hill. You know what I discovered, boys? Hmm. We meet really cool people Don't doing we? the show. Know. You mm-hmm. know? Also, people that are a lot smarter than we are. I mean, those were some young people, right? Yeah. Uh, opening up a really aggressively cool... Expensive. You don't just put one of those up for like fifty dollars. You know what I wonder too huh. is that is that the future of craft beer? These tap rooms like that because mm. the the tap room has essentially not overtaken, but it's now the new neighborhood bar. Mm-hmm. The tap but room, but you is. can't get food there. True. Right? So that's why I was thinking when I was talking to Mark and Ashley, like, man, if a spot like that was even not even obviously not near me and Carver, but sure. if there was one in Chaska, mm-hmm. I would be all over that. Yeah, you get to go try a ton of different beers from. All over the place, and I love the ounce concept. You know, because sometimes I don't want to have eight beer, eight ounces. You just I'll don't drink it. Well, you don't know if you're going to like it. Yeah, you know, and craft beer is not free anymore, right? We know it could cost you seven bucks for a beer. Well, you want to make sure you, you know, and sometimes you can get a little taster, right? Mm-hmm. They'll give you a little taster. Here, you can just have as many. I, I've been to a place like this that's kind of the kind of the equivalent in a different city, and I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I mean, you, you get to try a lot of things quickly. Got to di- grab a different glass. And you also, time. in the new in the new age, in 2018, you have to cast a wide net. Yes. You know, you have to appeal to the beer drinker, but also the date of the beer drinker or vice versa. And kids. And oh, kids. there's going to be food for kids. And you can food. still bring the family. And exactly. everything else. So, uh, thank you, Michael. You hey, were wonderful, as usual. You are the best, Reavers. I, you know what I am? So are you, Manny Hill. That's going to do it for this week's edition of The Beer Show. Find out more information and the podcast online at 1500ESPN.com. The Dan Lebitard Show is up next right here on the home of Sports Talk in the Twin Cities, 1500 ESPN. Until next Thursday night, cheers. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. It's crazy to think that a few weeks ago we were talking about whether or not Tua Tagovailoa should consider retiring. After two concussions and worldwide debates on player safety and NFL culpability, Tua has done nothing but go back to work and currently has the Dolphins riding a three-game win streak and one loss behind the division favorite Buffalo Bills. While everyone was yapping about the end of his career, Tua Tagovailoa said he'll decide when it's time. And clearly, he's not ready to hang up the cleats. 
Hi, this is Chris Howard from the Plugged In with Chris Howard podcast. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting up to the minute scores for every the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including the MLB playoffs, the start of the NHL season, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts.